Welcome back to the Mountain Movers podcast. In the second part of two featuring Grace and I at the New York City Marathon, we discuss the aftermath, how we felt the night after the race, and what's next for both of us. Cue that intro in three, two. This is the Mountain Movers podcast. A platform for you. The ones with a voice to be heard, but no microphone to speak it. This is your time. Your chance to become more than they believe you are. More than you believe you are. So let's do this. Together. And we're back with the second half of this podcast. The aftermath. I'm here with Grace again. Hello. Hey. And we're going to talk about the race we just ran. We just ran the New York City Marathon. And uh, so, Grace, how do you feel after this? No big deal. <laughs> I, feel, I feel kind of uh, overwhelmed. It's like a lot of feelings. Kind of, that's how I felt throughout the race, too. I'm just going to kind of explain. Yeah, absolutely. So many feels. First of all, we're in New York. That was like something I didn't really process until we started running. Because, yeah. like, even when I was, uh, like, walking the streets, it still kind of felt like downtown Toronto. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until we ran across all five boroughs yeah, that we, awesome. like, we got to see, we saw more, I've seen more of, tr- of New York today than I've seen of yeah. Toronto. Yeah, for sure. I saw all the parts. I loved uh, just the idea that we were in New York City. Like, that was a really nice thing to come back to when you were really hurting. It was kind of like your reality check. You're like, okay, relax. Like, you're literally running in New York City, <laughs> in the New York City Marathon. Like, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're having a good time. This well, is the, like, most incredible experience you could ever have. Well, they say this is the biggest marathon it is. in the world. It is. And one of the hardest. Yeah. And we did that. And it was very hard. Oh, my God. It was easily the hardest thing I've ever done. Yep. Like, why did we, why did we pay done. money to put our bodies <laughs> through? It was amazing. That's why. Yeah. It was amazing. It was worth it. It was so hard, but so worth it. I feel like, like we'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so considering this was your fifth marathon, how did you feel compared to the other ones? Um, well, it was the first marathon where, look at my legs, I gave out. That was probably the biggest thing. Like, I've always, obviously, when you run a marathon, your legs get pretty fatigued or your feet hurt, something like that. Like, my legs felt great the whole time. My feet felt great, even with my foot injury from earlier this summer. Like, it felt... I felt so awesome. I felt super fit and ready. It was my breathing. That that kind of was the downfall today, which just made me. So that was annoying. What was it about your breathing? <laughs> yeah, so I don't really know. I, it, I, so it probably was about 4K. I, I essentially felt like I was working harder than I should be. So, you know, I was running a pace that was pretty, pretty average pace for me. Um, I wasn't pushing. I didn't feel like I was pushing. My legs didn't feel like I was pushing. But my breathing felt that way. And, like, I know you checked in with me around 4K. You're like, how are you feeling? I'm like, sad. You're like, why? I'm like, my breathing. You're like, what? Like, it was confusing, I think. I don't know if you heard, but I was kind of, like, a little wheezy. Just kind of, like, gasping. Like, it was weird. Like, I've never had that before. It felt like I was running, like, a six-minute mile. It was insane. I obviously was not. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was weird. I just, like, couldn't catch my breath. Couldn't, couldn't steady my breathing, essentially. Um, and then probably by the half K or sorry, halfway mark was, uh, when it kind of became, uh, unbearable. Yeah. So I, this happens to me after 
a marathon. Actually, most of my races have happened at four. I get really, really sore on my sides and my ribs from breathing really hard, I guess. So that happened in a race for the first time ever, and it was really fun. And um, from my research that I'm now back in, it appears to be an intercostal muscle sprain or strain. Sorry, strain. So. And that's just from, from excessive breathing. Yeah, excessive breathing, and brought on also by the cold. And yeah. So. I'm sure the New York air isn't the cleanest either. Yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, so essentially from halfway on, I was taking walking breaks to steady my breathing. It wasn't like because I needed a break physically. Yeah. It was because my breathing was getting so labored that I had to, that it would hurt. So then I have to stop, slow down, steady my breath, and then keep going. Was that frustrating? Yes, yeah, super frustrating. Because it wasn't your body. No. You were yeah. fit enough. I was fit enough and ready for a good race, and so, yeah, that was pretty easy, but... Um, I was excited to come back to that, like, you know, New York City, like, relax. And, you know, taking those walking breaks actually kind of, like, allowed me to enjoy it a little bit more. You know, I wasn't, yeah, I don't know. Every time I took a walking break, I just made myself smile the whole time. Yeah. I just took in the crowds, took in the sights. Like, it was amazing. What did, what did you write on your arm before the race? Um, I wrote proud because I wanted, I just wanted to be proud of my performance, no matter That's what it was. And I wrote smile because it's scientifically proven that when you're smiling, it brings you, um, increases your mood and makes you feel better even though you didn't so. have your breath and even though you were walking smiling did that totally change exactly. how you felt totally yeah and it also let everyone on the sidelines know like you oh were, she's fine because yeah. they look at me like oh no yeah. she's walking i'm like no no i'm good i'm smiling i'm happy <laughs> and you would still high five and you would, yes yeah. exactly high five so many people oh the crowd was think you high five <laughs> like at least a like a hundred yeah like it just so and it goes by so people. fast because yeah once, once you high-five one person, the next person beside them wants a piece of that action. Totally. And, like, they're little kids. Like, I, I swear I high-fived a one-year-old today. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That was my favorite part. The uh, crowds were the best. The crowds were insane. And they're compared insane. to your other marathons? So crazy. Like, so Toronto and Ottawa, like, they have some pretty good crowds in some parts of the race. But yeah. there are some sections of nobody. And those are the really hard sections because you have, like, this awesome crowd support and then all of a sudden nothing. So New York is totally full except for the bridges right which were really hard <laughs> they were yeah. dead silent <laughs> so hard so new york has how many bridges was it six it was six yeah. six insane bridges and we're not talking like 100 meter bridges <laughs> we're talking like no, between two and three mile bridges <laughs> just two to three mile incline and it was i mean something we didn't really focus as much as we should have um, on in our training nice. was like, oh, we've done some hills. Hills, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like literally climbing a mountain. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous, and and because the spectators couldn't go on the the bridges, any of the bridges for I'm sure safety reasons, um, it was dead silent. Yeah. All you could hear if you didn't have headphones on, all you could hear was the breathing of everyone I'm around you. And the pounding of the feet. Boom, 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 mm -hmm. boom, boom. Oh, it was just... Yeah, that was awesome. Do you have a favorite part of the course? Uh, or of the whole, the whole day? I think course-wise, I had I mentioned Brooklyn. It was long, but, like, it was, it, it was just... That's when you were feeling the bus, too. Yeah, and I was just, like, and the, and the crowds there were incredible. Yeah, they were. Like, there were Brooklyn just awesome. so many people. Yeah. What about you? 
I loved the Viertana Bridge at the beginning, <laughs> the first two miles. Yeah. Just feeling good. But it wasn't just because we were feeling good. Like, we were excited. It was the beginning. Like, we kept up for this awesome day. Mm-hmm. But then the, the views were insane. And the Verrazano Bridge is massive. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was amazing. That was my favorite part. Just yeah. seeing, like, the, the water, the skyline. Like, the NYPD helicopters yeah. just flying all around. <laughs> yeah. It was so awesome. overwhelming, it was and but everyone's so fresh at that point. Yeah, like they're just, not crushed so by running. a marathon yet. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like yeah, everyone should just, be running five days. <laughs> the New York five k next year. Five k. <laughs> Mama, are you down? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Come here for a five k. <laughs> it's a must. Five k. That's okay. So right now, in this moment, I know we talked about this in the first half, but right now, if you had one word to describe how you're feeling, what would you use? Um, Like, I'm proud of myself for finishing because it got really tough out there. So it's always like, you know, when you run a marathon, it's a marathon. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter how fast or slow you go. Like, you literally covered 42.2 kilometers. It's an insane distance. Yeah. It's an insane feat. Like, it's crazy. Like, time really does not matter because, yeah, just, like, I don't think running a 212 marathon is that much more impressive than running a five-hour marathon. Yeah. Like, it's, it doesn't matter. I'd say five hours harder, you're out there forever. For longer. It's so long. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I'm proud. I'm, I, w- I'm like, I would agree. But and I'll be honest. I yeah. am. Just, that's just kind of in my nature. I don't know. I, I kind of expect a lot of myself. So, yeah. Um, I was, you know, I, I wasn't really necessarily hoping for a huge PR or even a PR at all. But I kind of wish my race went better, though it's not my fault. Yeah. So, anyway, how about you? Shit happens, right? <laughs> Shit happens, yeah. You control everything. Right. Control the controllables. Do you have one word to describe how you're feeling right now? I think I would agree with you and say proud. Yeah, you should be. And also, you ran a freaking amazing time. You have the household. If you are now. <laughs> oh, man, I'm coming for your time, Jay. <laughs> I know I'm you are. For you. I know you are. But, no, seriously, like, I'm sure you felt this after your first marathon. Like Absolutely. just like just so accomplished. Yeah, like you put in the work, you sacrificed like weekends, woke up mm-hmm. at five AM to run crazy distances. You like changed your eating. You learned this whole science and joined this brand new community that really did welcome you with open arms and I'll never like I'll never look back. Yeah. Like this is this is totally Life-changing. Highlight of the day. Um, I love them. I just, I love the race on the bridge. That was my favorite part of the day. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That was probably my highlight of the day. Not even crossing the finish line was better than that. That was the best part. Definitely not after crossing the finish line. That was the worst. 40 minutes of more walking and, like, freezing to death in the water. <laughs> it's, like, actually terrible. So just to let everyone know. New York Roadrunners, get your shit together. Yeah, seriously. That was, <laughs> that was insane. So once you cross the finish line, you had about another kilom- another mile, just under a mile, before you got your post-race poncho, which was really the only thing that was going to show us any warmth at the time. Both of us were in tank tops and... She's in crop leggings and I'm in shorts. And our bodies just... Which was fine for the marathon. Like, I was never cold once. I was kind of hot, actually, yeah. at some points. But as soon as you cross that line, 
body temperature plummet. And they give you uh, heat shields, but somebody told us both yeah. that the um, ponchos, ponchos were, were just, just up ahead. ahead. Just up ahead. So we're like, okay, yeah, I can wait. Okay. And then you end up wa- waddling, <laughs> and it takes you twice as long to get there, so it's just awful. I And we get our race bags with food and water and Gatorade. I downed two bottles of water, <laughs> a bottle of Gatorade, and an apple post-race, and ended up throwing up. Um, I needed to find a bathroom, and I couldn't. There, the only bathroom was after the exit, so I ended up peeing my pants a little tiny bit, which was so fun. Um, I have this big rock of a metal around my neck, and it's on, the only thing that is making my body feel warm at the time. One awesome thing that happened post-finish line was that we were staying away for our ponchos, and I was freezing to death, shaking, goosebumps, mm-hmm. terrible. And this really nice guy beside me, he's from Dominican Republic, amazing. He just like gives me his heat shield. He literally just puts it on my shoulders. I'm like, thank you so much. That's oh my so God. kind. And I'm like, let's share. And he's like, okay. So we just like both wrapped ourselves in his heat shield. That's, what's his name? It. He didn't tell me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not there yet. Maybe next time. Yep. But it was the second marathon here in Chicago last year. Holy shit. And he ran the this year and he wants to run Chicago again next year. You like the better probably? Yeah. Because it's flat? Yeah, he said today was hard. Because <laughs> there's no freaking hills? Yeah. NY 2020. Nope, Chicago 2020. Chicago 2020. So Grace and I have entered our names in the lottery for the Chicago Marathon 2020. And I guess, yeah, now we're just waiting to see, we shall see. what's going to happen there. We shall see. So what are you taking back to Ottawa with this whole weekend? Um, I'm taking um, some motivation and momentum into my recovery. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I want to get strong. So I want to focus on like yeah I'll run casually but I want to focus on strength training to make myself strong and um, I'll do a little breathing how to breathe and all pull your muscles mm-hmm. figure that out um, hopefully look for some shorter distances half marathons spring, half marathon maybe yeah maybe though I yeah. want to put an expectation for myself Definitely not. and maybe if I feel ready a marathon next fall yeah. I don't want to put pressure on myself I did five back to back and Five back-to-back. Everyone <laughs> listening? Grace did five marathons back-to-back. She went spring, fall, spring. No, fall, spring, fall, spring, yeah. fall. Yeah. And, I mean, you can look at my finish times and probably see where the burnout occurred. Like a year ago. Like, yeah. I, 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 I improved, I improved, I improved. And then I got a little bit worse and a lot worse. So, there's definitely a little hint of burnout. We also ran... The hardest, no, I know, I know. Right? I know, I know, but it's It'd be just, different if you ran Toronto. Yeah, so I'm excited for some recovery and to get strong and come back better than ever. Mm, how about you? Um, <laughs> it's hard. I think just a whole new a whole new mindset. Like, what this journey throughout this marathon training and now the marathon has taught me was that like I wrote it on my arm during the race, anything is possible. And I really want to test that to, to the like most, like to the craziest extent possible. Do you want to run another marathon? Like, yes. I, yeah. I, I mean, with school, like it was nice training in the summer mm-hmm. with you mm-hmm. in Ottawa because I had nothing. It's hard but, with school. It's so hard with school. I'm like yeah. being in a dance program, having rehearsals, having classes yeah. every day and needing it's to. Just because it's very physically demanding. It's not a desk job. Exactly. And going next semester, having it be my last semester of university and I have two shows, mm-hmm. I kind of want to end on a strong note. Yes. So maybe training for another marathon. 
isn't up my alley. No, not right now. Um, I'm thinking about training with some other people with like starting like a little a little half marathon run group. Mm-hmm. Could be really it. cool, right? Um, run in May. Um, but yeah, I want to. I just want to see what else is out there. And uh, yeah, anything is possible. Yep. Seriously, just do it. Do it. You can just <laughs> seriously just do it. Yeah. It's- <laughs> and also, uh, for those of you uh, listening, John Mayer, the John Mayer, was a spectator at this race. He was watching the race. He was in Central Park, which was basically the finish line. I'm sure so, among other celebrities, but yeah, for sure. Confirmed that John Mayer was there. It was confirmed. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. So thanks for uh, talking with me, Grace. Anytime. Catch you on the flip side. This marathon threw me around, stomped on my face a blowtorch to my body but never broke my spirit it was hard the hardest thing I've ever done but I'll be back for seconds and even more after that if you guys enjoyed this podcast please don't be shy leave a rating and a review and let me know what you think love always Jake